Hey everybody, what's up? What's going on? How you doing on this beautiful Monday? It is absolutely gorgeous here where I'm at in Illinois. Beautiful sunny day. Day after um, the 4th. We're not going to get into that though. <laughs> so, it's been uh, about a month since I've posted something and... I saw the date and I'm like, I got to get back on it. Got to get back on it. So this podcast is, I'm going to try to make it fairly short. I've had so many ideas and so many things that I want to talk about. But I, it's just, I'm going to try to keep it short, you guys. I'm going to try. But it's so, let me just talk about a couple of things I want to. First, let me give this disc, this disclaimer. So I have done a few podcasts and I have had this podcast for a few years now. Um, Opinions change. You know, when I first made this podcast, I wanted it to be about, you know, my life and my thoughts. Uh, That's why it's called Thoughts Spoken. It's literally about, I wanted it to be about just things that were going on in my mind, you know, things that maybe other people were scared to talk about in the open or to other people. But as I've grown and as I've learned um, and I've I've gained more knowledge and insight and uh, self-understanding and just had more experiences, you know, I want to say that opinions change, thoughts change people change. So anyway, let's get into the actual topic. And that's one of the topics I'm going to be talking about change, change, accountability, and friendship. And that might change throughout the podcast. (laughs) So anyway, the first one I want to talk about is change. And I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this one first, because something happened to me the other day, and I realized how important change is in someone's life we were out on the bike ride and um we were just going up to the store you know every once in a while we we ride our bikes to the store you know keep ourselves and our kids uh active Uh, especially if this you know the stores around here are maybe two miles tops you know the main little uh drag or whatever uh the shopping area shopping centers are at the most like three miles from our house so we're like let's hop on the bikes you know so as we're on the bikes uh, my husband takes an a different route that I've never taken before and on this route you know of course you see new stuff and when I saw all the new houses um I thought we, some of the houses were really nice. The houses were, you know, really, I love brick houses. I love the ranch style brick house. And there was a, quite a few of them out there that were like that. And I said, you, you know, to my husband, I said, wow, these houses are really nice. He says, yeah, manicured. Cause and now let me go back a little bit. When I first saw the house, I was like, wow, these houses are nice, but they're so cookie cutter. You know, you go to some neighborhoods and like every single house is very similar some you go to some neighborhoods and all the houses are exactly the same but you know you go to a lot of a lot of neighborhoods and the houses are very similar 
And uh, I like the word my husband used, manicured. You know, the, the aesthetic look of organized, you know, the bushes are neat and the grass is cut and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So we were going further down the street and there were some more houses that were a little bit more uh, in disarray, not so manicured. You know, maybe there was some um, kids, bikes and, you know, toys and whatnot thrown in the yard or, you know, you see the, the front porch full of, you know, ins and odds or whatever. So um, I looked at those houses and it made me think, you know, what's the difference? You know, what's the So I think about if you come to our house. Our house is the disarray house. You know, we've got kids' bikes and our bikes and trailers, little trailers that we pull our kids in, and our our lawn is not manicured, and we have, we let our herbs grow because we partake of the herbs. We eat them raw and cooked. Um, so our, our house is not at all manicured. It is in the disarray. And I thought to myself, the people's that, the people's houses that are in disarray, those are the people I want to know. Because they have things that are going on in their lives that are more important than trying to keep their house manicured for other people to admire. So this is this is what actually made me think that. So as we're, we went down the road, we drove, we're, we're riding back. This couple comes out the house. So, so first, let me, I'm going, I'm skipping ahead. There was an, a family that came out the house. They did not pay us any lick of attention. They came out, you know, they had the kids. They were, you know, getting ready to, I guess, go somewhere. Didn't pay us a lick of attention. They kind of, you know, noticed us, but they were went on about their business. Their house was the one that was kind of in a little bit of disarray. You go, we started writing further down. There was a, another family that came out, well, a couple, an older gentleman and older woman, um, you know, presuming they're a married couple. They came out the house and they like stop and stare and grimace. So I'm not going to get deep on this subject. It's very difficult if you're a person of color, a lot of times when you see a person of non-color look at you and they grimace the first thing you think is that they're racist that's just it is what it is i'm just be real i'm gonna just be real you know why else are you grimacing at like what we have we're doing nothing but riding down the street on our bikes as a family and you come out the house and you grimace at us what other possible reason is it for you i mean what can you smell our funk are you funky you can i mean can you smell us are our clothes not appealing to you? Like, so anyway, that's the first thing I think. I'm going to just be honest. I'm going to just be real. They don't like us because of the way we look. And if, you know, if you don't want to say race, whatever. They don't like the way we look. But what went through my mind was, who has time for that? Who has time to dislike Somebody that they've never met in their entire lives who has the energy and the time for that. That blows my mind. That blows, that absolutely blows 
my mind because I don't get the concept. What are you doing with your life where you sit around and think, I, you know, I just can't stand these people because of whatever. I don't know what you're saying. Not something, now if it's something that happened directly to you by thousands and thousands of people, then by all means, hate away, dislike away. But if you've had experiences with one or two people from a larger group of people, that does not mean that every person from that group is like that. That's, that's common sense. Just like I know every person that is not of color is a racist. Now, again, I do have to go back and say the first thing I think when they grimace at me is that 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 is, ooh, that squirrel almost got ran over. <laughs> sorry. Ooh, sorry. Um, sorry, I totally took my attention away. The squirrels crossed the street, almost got ran over by a car. Um, yeah, so I, I did just have some prejudice. You know, I, I made a presumption of a group of, or, you know, two people from a, a group of people based off their action. But that's usually, that's, again what but okay let me go back so um change let's let's get into why change is important when you don't have that change when you have that every day monotonous in and out you you know you're you literally wake up brush your teeth take a bath wash your face fix your coffee fix your breakfast go to work eight hours of work come home, take off your clothes, eat dinner, watch a movie, scroll through Facebook, go to bed, get up, brush your teeth. You know, if you are doing the same exact thing every day with small minor, you know, changes, maybe on the weekend, you you get out a little bit or, you know, I don't know, go hang out with some friends, see family, take your vacation but the majority of your time is doing pretty much the same thing every day. You're on a schedule. That's not healthy. And to me, that, that's what breeds that grimacing. <laughs> it does. It makes me think of the family that's up the street who has so much going on, so many little changes in their lives. They don't have time to worry about disliking or hating anybody. They've got too much going on. That's how I feel like because with us, we have so much going on. I don't have the energy or the time to dislike or be mad at anyone for that matter. Definitely not just because of they, their skin color or because they look a certain way or they do certain things a certain way. But let me get even more uh, deeper into it. So when we were on our um, RV trip when we were RVing full-time RVers we did so much there was it was something different every day every day it was so many different uh, activities and experiences that it felt like years had passed you know it felt like years had passed and um, 
it, of course it hadn't, you know, we were gone for, I think, 14 months. But we did so much. And like just thinking back on it, the places we went and the different cities, the different people, like it was exhilarating. It was just so exhilarating. You know, it was the one of the most exciting times of my life. And I think about the other exciting times and all the other exciting times was when I was traveling or doing something that was outside of my normal every day today. And, you know, people should really think about that. Even my husband, or even a long time ago, my, um, I had a family member tell me, hey, take a different route to work. You know, and then, of course, when I met my husband, he said the same thing. Hey, and his was more for safety, like learn different ways to work, learn, you know, your surroundings, the streets, the area that you're in, but also to do something different, to have a change, to make more. It literally makes more neural connections in your brain. If you're doing the same thing every single day, your mind's on autopilot, like you're not there's no new connections. It's just just the same it's just um muscle memory you're just muscle memorying your way memorying and whatever muscle memorying your way through life and I remember that point in time when I would go to work and I would get to work and I was like damn how did I get here I don't remember the bride because my body remembered it my body and mind had done it so much it was like automatic automatic and that was crazy. Days and days and days would go. Oh, what day is it? Because every day is the same damn day. You don't know what day it is. Time's going by. You know? So anyway, um, change is important. I'm not going to stay too long on that. Let's check the time. Uh, change is, is extremely important. And I, I'm not saying, you know, you should be an RV, a full-time RVer and have this you know, these dramatic changes every day of your life. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, you know, you should just stop what you're doing because I'm about to. No, I'm, <laughs> you, I'm, I'm not saying that you should have to have these dramatic changes every day of your life. But have some change. Do, do something. Change something. Try something different. Something that you think that you wouldn't like. Oh, especially that. Especially that. That is my biggest pet peeve. Oh, I can't do that. Why not? I wouldn't like it. Have you tried it? No. How do you know you wouldn't like it? I just know. No, you don't. No, you don't. That is literally impossible just because you think you wouldn't like something. That is crazy. Because you think you wouldn't like it, because of what you've heard, because of what you experience now. Like, What? Try something that you think that you wouldn't like. And then if you don't like it, guess what? Nothing. So what? Then you just confirm it for yourself. That way, next time, nope, I've tried that and I don't like it. There, all you've done is confirm your own hypothesis. Hey, hey, Cardinal. Oh, my goodness. I wish this was like a vlog instead of a podcast. There, This Cardinal is right here. It is literally right here looking at me beautiful cardinal red it's like who the fuck is she talking to okay it just flew off okay i'm sorry no cursing sorry no cursing i'm working on no cursing so um yeah you don't have to i'm not saying make dramatic changes but 
I'm in, uh, I gotta get away from telling you, you need to do this. It's just a suggestion. Just my suggestion. Um, on if you're dealing with, so I forgot this guy's name. There's this, he's an Indian guy. I know you're like, that narrows it down. There's a, <laughs> he's like a guru. It starts, his name starts with an, it's like San, San Gara. I, oh, I'm probably totally butchering it. Anyway, he's, um, he's like the new age, you know, Gandhi, <laughs> but, um, I'm pretty sure if you Google Indian guru, I hate to say this, he will probably pop up, starts with an S, has a G in it and in somewhere, a couple of A's. I don't know. <laughs> I know totally not helping. You know, what? I'm a Googler right now. The power of Google. Just bear with me. As I look this up, Indian guru. Look, what I tell you, he's the second person. The first one is Osho, which I've I've listened to him. He's really good too. Uh, but his name is Sad Sadguru. S A D H G U R U. S A D is in dog. H G is in goat. You are you, Sadguru. Anyway, look him up. He talk he talks about some really fantastic stuff. But um, we were watching him the other day, and he's talking about how he has hypothesized or predicted or whatever that in the next fifty years, you say fifty years, maybe in less twenty fifty. It was a short period of time. He was saying that so many people, the the suicide rate is going to skyrocket it is going to skyrocket it's already very high now the suicide rate is very high the depression rate oh psychiatrists and therapists are making bank the depression rate in westernized civilizations is that societies not civilization sorry it's not the right in western societies are through the roof and he says something that i thought was really you know not profound i've you know heard it before and kind of knew it already but the way he said it kind of you know it clicked a lot of times the way you say things clicks a little bit better for some people but anyway he says you know people are are bored people are bored and because we have everything so um automatic and at our fingertips we have all the information right at our fingertips everything is pretty much instant it's not that instant but it's it's pretty much instant that people are bored people are bored what are we gonna do what are we gonna do people are bored out of their minds and it's causing a lot of depression and he's talking about back in the day he was never you know as a kid he was never bored when i was a kid there was a few times i got bored when i when i was a kid we didn't have phones phones didn't come out we didn't have cell phones excuse me cell phones didn't come out well i didn't have a cell phone until i turned i was 17 when I got my first cell phone and uh, it there was no text there was no internet there was no games there was nothing there was calling only you can only make calls no text nothing nothing I could receive text but I couldn't it may just been me because I you know I was my parents were cheap (laughs) so um but yeah back then 
it was very few times that I was bored. We always found something to do because we were interacting with each other. Nowadays, kids are bored, 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 literally out of their minds. Adults have gotten to that point, too. There's millions and millions of Netflix movies on Netflix and you scroll through, you scroll through, you scroll through. There's so many choices that there's it's overwhelming. It's so much stuff, but nothing is really connecting. You know, it's not connecting you to anything except something that's empty. You know, and he he further explains that, you know, people are trying to fill a void and they either fill it with love, sex, money, material things, food, drinking, drugs, alcohol, you know, whatever. And you're trying to fill this something, you're trying to fill something within yourself with something outside of yourself. Ooh, that was deep. Deep. <laughs> no, but seriously, you're trying to fill this void that's in you, like you're missing something, and you're trying to do it with something outside of you. Just think, just think about that for a minute. And are you like, well, how do I feel something inside of me from inside of me? It's girl, guy, whoever's listening. Meditation. And I know meditation is not an easy thing. Because your mind wanders, you, you're not sure how to do it. And I am totally going off into a whole nother topic. I want to talk about meditation, but not today. But <laughs> getting to know yourself and feeling that self Filling yourself with yourself is so important. And I'm just now touching the tip of the iceberg. You know, he says something. He said, people that, people that live in bliss, it goes by quick. Their life goes by quick. People that live in misery, it, go, it takes forever. The days are long. And... I may not be in bliss every single day, but I have moments like, oh, wow, this is it. This is it. Like, it's just this. It's just this euphoric feeling of just, you know, like, I don't need anything. I don't need anything from anyone. I don't need anything from anything. It's just. Just me. And I want everybody to experience that. Okay, so anyway, change is at least one of the things. Change is at least one of those things that I recommend to help reach that. So let me just, I got my little paper because I knew I was going to get off topic and I think I'm already getting close to like 20 minutes. Um, let's see. Ooh, 22 minutes. Yep. Accountability. You know, let me do the friendship one first because the friendships one, the friendship one is real short. Um, we're talking to my husband's uncle. My husband's uncle came over to give us, you know, just to hang out, give us a little advice on stuff. And, um, was it him? Oh my goodness. I'm getting, okay. It was either him or something we saw on YouTube. (laughs) Woo. My memory's horrible. Anyway, heard this about friendship. You know, friendship. And I, and I know I've talked about friendship before. And if I'm repeating myself, sorry but not sorry if it's something new and different then hey yay great but friendship I'm learning is not something that someone can give to you 
but something you can do for someone else. If you're looking, and that's in a marriage, that's in a business, that's in any type of situationship. If you're looking for something from someone and you're not trying to better them or push, and again, I know there's boundaries, people have boundaries, and I know, you know, I, but if you, if your only um, goal in the friendship is to receive something from that other person, then it's not, then again, self-reflection. Why do you need something from someone else to do for yourself? You know, you don't fill a glass half full with water and put some milk on top to make a full, you know, to make the full, make a full glass of water with milk. You can't do that. You have to do it with more water. If that made any sense, you have to fill yourself with yourself, not with something else. So, you know, going through this experience with friendships, I'm learning it's just like marriage to me, business, any type of situation. I try to always give, but I also look and think about what the other person is doing. If they're just only trying to get something, get relief, get company, get whatever. It can be anything. If they're only trying to get something and they're not giving anything, then I, I need to I need to take a second look at it. And it's not like, okay, just in the friendship. But then I think to myself, okay, if this is a get-get relationship, then that's what we'll do. If you are only looking for a friendship because I only want to do this, 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 and this, then I need to reassess myself and say, you know what? Okay. Either say, that's not what I'm looking for and move on. Or, okay, if that's what you're looking for, I can provide that and then I need this. I don't like that. I'm not particular in having that type of friendship. But if that is what it is, then that's what it is. And I know you guys are like, what is all this coming from? Don't worry about it. We'll get into that later. <laughs> To be continued, uh, just realizing stuff, you know, just just coming to the conclusion that first of all, you can't force someone to do anything they don't want to do. You can't force someone to see something that they don't want to see. And change has to come from within, it has to come from the person. It just has to it doesn't work any other way. Even if they say they know they're going, they know they need to change, they know they need to do this, and then you can see them looking and searching and trying to find, and you're like, hey, right here, right here, got the answer right here. Ding, 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 ding. Open the box. The answer is right here for you. And they're like, nah, I want to go all the way around. And, you know, I don't want to go from point A to point B. I want to go from point A to point Z. W, X, Y, however you, the alphabet goes backwards, you know, that's, and that's fine. That's fine. I have to be like, okay, that's fine. <sighs> I went off on a tangent on that one. So the friendship one. Yeah. Accountability. Oh. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about this. Now this is going to touch on 
I know I've talked about this before, and who knows how much flag I got from people like, I ain't listening to this crap she's talking about. Women need to be more accountable. Yeah, we finna get back on that tip. And let me tell you something. If you don't want to hear me talk about how women need to be more accountable, then now's the time for you to cut the podcast off because that's where I'm going. Now, let me say this first. Both men and women are entirely messed up right now. It is messed up on both ends of the stick. Totally messed up. Totally messed up. Okay? Men are doing messed up stuff. Women are doing messed up stuff. Now, was it... Again, we're talking... And this, and it, there is a difference between races. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm not going to get into what the differences are, but there is... And I, okay, maybe I won't say races, but cultural. There's cultural differences. That's just what it is. There's cultural differences between the ethnicity, stroke somebody, ethnicities. It just is. It just is. But um, women need to be more accountable. You know, my husband pointed something out to me. And um, I've, I haven't had this experience myself, but I've seen it. You know, he explained to me, you know, when a man and a woman are in a relationship and the woman cheats, it's usually quick, quick response from a man. Usually. I know some of you like, uh-uh, because you know what? My uncle, he went out and he, uh, you know, when my uh best friend Ray Ray, when his wife cheated on him, you know, I'm not saying that there's not outliers. But for the most part, for the most part, when a woman cheats, the consequences or the backlash from a man is usually quick, fast, and most times painless. Most times a man will just leave. Um, yeah, most times he'll just leave. Oh, you want to cheat? Okay, I'm going to pack my shit and go. Maybe he'll, you know, have an outburst. What the, f- you know, are you fucking kidding me? But most times a man, when he finds out, he will just leave and deal with his pain in solitude. <laughs> Go out, drink, fuck around, who knows? A woman, let a woman get cheated on. And again, for the most part, I'm not saying every woman, for the most part, oh, a woman is doing some damage. And this is pretty common among most, most cultures. A woman is doing some damage. She cutting something up, she burning something up. She's shooting. She's stabbing. She's doing something. She's doing something in retaliation. And that person will never hear the end of it. Never. Never, ever, ever, ever. For the most part. Now, I've seen this. I've seen instances where a man or woman together, the man cheats. And it's like all hell breaks loose. But the woman cheats and it's like, oh, well, it was just a mistake. What you tripping for? And if the man were to act out, 
then the woman feels like, oh, that's just too much. You tripping. Now you tripping. And here's the other part of that. You know, my husband was explaining to me. It's also the, he said it like this. Women treat court jesters like kings and kings like court jesters. Now, this is something I have had experience with. You know, you when you're growing up, and I, I don't want to say I blame it, but a lot of it, a lot of it is, the way we're taught to be attracted to the mysterious, the bad guy, the one that's a little, you know, edgy. We're taught that. The one who's, and the funny thing is, here's the funny thing. You're taught both. So you're taught to lust after the edgy one, but romanticize about the one that brings you flowers and remembers every birthday and Mother's Day and Valentine's Day and all this other sappy crap and remembers your favorite food and just how you like your hamburger made and you know, is sitting, waiting at the foot of the bed with breakfast as soon as you wake up and yawn and stretch and, here baby, I was just thinking about you and made you some breakfast. <laughs> we romanticize about that, but lust after the edgy one, the one that's like, bitch, get up and make your own breakfast. I just came for a quick nut. I gotta go. I gotta go to work. Peace out. There's a couple of dollars for your troubles. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And it's taught. And it's taught. And I'm like trying to figure out how to undo that. You know? I even have friends like, oh my God, he's boring. Like, okay. And what's the problem? He's he's boring. Like, again, okay. What's the problem? You know? Now I brag. Oh, my husband, all he likes to do is fish. Thank God. <laughs> You know, I'm happy for that. I still have to work on myself, though, with some boring. We ain't, we ain't gonna get all into that. But I just think about that. Just think, take a minute and think of what you want. And you will say both. I want a guy who brings me flowers and remember. It's not really about the flowers, but just brings me little things, nice things, remembers things about me, has good conversation, deep, long talk, blah, 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 blah. All the sappy stuff that you usually find in another woman. And uh, I'm just, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. That's what friends are for. But anyway, and then, but then you want this edgy kind of guy. He's got confidence and he's assertive. He ain't no bitch. And, oh, excuse me. He's not no punk. And, you know, he, he, whatever you, you're looking for some type of you, nine times out of 10, a woman will say, quote unquote, confidence, assertiveness. Um, a guy's guy, a man's man, you know, I wanted to be able to change my tires and change my, you know, I don't know, whatever. But, um, you want both. You want a guy to have it all. Do you have it all? Let me just ask that question. While you're asking for this well-rounded, 100% perfect person, he doesn't have to have everything, you know, he can, he cannot be funny, you know, I don't <laughs> Do you have it all? What do you bring to the table with your 
problems and your baggage and your skeletons in the closet that you want this guy to be like this but you know drama free <laughs> like look in the mirror but then okay accountability that's what we're talking about so that's all I I'm I'm not going to go to I'm just be accountable and know that sometimes your expectations are unrealistic they are because people are effed up everybody has something going on with them everybody so lower your expect lowered expectations i don't know who used to watch um what was that was that mad tv or was that a off in living color i don't know <laughs> oh my goodness look that up lowered expect yeah lower your expectations lower them because think about who you are and I'm not talking about, I got me a good job, and I got my own house and my own car and my own crib, and I'm educated, I got my bachelor's, my master's, I'm a doc- I don't care what you've accomplished, you need to think about what you've done in your life that has, that you've regretted. Think about those things, and think about how when you meet someone the things that they regret, how they might affect you, guess what? The things that you regret might affect them. And, and maybe it's not even things you regret it, but your past. Things that you did not have control over. The things that happened to you. That you may not want to be out in the open, but something that you should share with a significant other after time or whatever. And then think about how they might be damaged too. And how you have to accept that. Everybody's effed up. And here's another thing where it's like suicide and it goes into suicide and depression being um, on the rise because people don't want to do that. They want somebody that's going to help them. (laughs) Everybody's so depressed and they want somebody that's half sane so they can help them get better. Isn't that crazy? I just want somebody that's going to make me feel complete. Make yourself feel complete. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. That was that was that was rough. That was that was harsh. That was a little harsh. Um, but I'm saying, you know, work on yourself. And if somebody's offering you help, by God, take it. Oh my goodness, they. Oh no, it's not. I thought it was a double bike. You see those people? I love seeing people ride their bikes because we ride our bikes anyway. Um, Damn, what was that? Oh, accountability. Cat Williams. It's the esteem of yourself. Self-esteem. Oh, that's right. If somebody offers you help, take it. Stop being so proud. My kids are calling my name. That means it's time. Um, stop being so proud. You know? Stop being so proud. Take a chance. Do something different. All right, this is a lowered expectation. I'm going to have to find that. You guys have to watch. (laughs) You have to to watch um, one of those episodes. What? Okay, yes, you can. Bye. That means it's time for me to go. (laughs) My kid's coming out and bothering me. Um... So, let me get to some good news. I'm sorry, where am I at? I'm probably way... 
if I'm under 40, oh, what's 39, 48. So, okay, real quick minute. I got some good news. I want to tell you about my good news. I don't know if I've told y'all yet, but we are getting a storefront. Totally way left field, different topic, different scenario. But I want to go ahead and put this out here because y'all, y'all, I am so excited. So excited. We are getting a storefront, y'all. A storefront. Hello, big things, big moves. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, no, but I'm excited about that. I'm not going to put too much information out there because I just don't want to. <laughs> but um, I'm just, you know what I'm most excited about? I love doing mobile, but God, the driving. I don't mind, I don't even mind taking the my heavy uh massage table and supplies up and downstairs i don't mind that it's the drive it's the drive because the area we live in you know i'm living between two states i'm not living between two states but i'm working between two states illinois and missouri and if i have an appointment in missouri then i got an appointment in illinois it's illinois sorry not illinois i know my other illinoisans are like uh, -uh is this you don't pronounce the s okay illinois um, anyway, it's like a 30 minute difference, at least, at least 20, at least 20, but most times it's a 30 minute difference, you know, from driving from either my house to an appointment in Missouri and then back to an appointment in Illinois, or even from my house to appointment in Illinois, then back to Missouri and then back, you know, it's just like, uh, 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 I liked it better. You know, when I was in Texas, I had a few mobile and then I had my spa where I, I, bam, I'm there. They come to me. All I got to do is change some sheets. That's the traveling I'm doing from the table to the laundry hamper. <laughs> it's, it's time. It's waste. It's not wasted time, but it's wasted time. So I'm happy for that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to do my mobile because I know people appreciate that. And I've had, you know, I've had a hospice patient and, um, you know, there are some people that I'm going to keep mobile because I know it, it benefits them. But the rest of y'all, y'all got to come, y'all got to come to me. Y'all got to come see me because, uh, woo. And I'll make some exceptions. I'll still do mobile, but I can't wait. Y'all can't see me, but I'm doing, uh, God dang, what was this called back in the day? The, uh. Oh, Lord. I can't figure out the name. Mm -mm -mm. While I'm dancing, you can't see me, but I'm doing it. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Just imagine me doing something. So, anyway, I'm going to wrap this up because I'm pretty sure I'm at 45 minutes. Let's see. Boom, 43 minutes. I'm doing good. If you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, thoughts, input... Please hit me up, like I say always, zioninc13 at gmail.com, holisticmassageandreiki.com, dashes in between. I'm not going to go through all that. Go back to another podcast. 618-213-7333. Hit me up. Drop me a line. And y'all enjoy this beautiful, wherever you're at, 
even if it's not beautiful, make it beautiful. Make it beautiful. Do something different. Make that change. I'm gonna make a change. Yeah, y'all finna listen to me sing horribly. Michael Jackson, go listen to that song. For once in my life, it's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. I don't even know if those are the words, but it sounds good. So anyway, go listen to that and make that change. Peace.